Get a little intro, Shay. Yeah. So, we're back. We're back. Another episode of Hills and Twos. I'm yeah. Tim. I'm Shay. And we are joined by the lovely Rachel MacArthur. Thank you so much for joining us today, Rachel. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Um, So, you are currently in Boulder right now, right? I would assume. Yes. Yeah, I just graduated two weeks ago, but I'm still here for the summer. Awesome. Congratulations. What was your major? Speech pathology, and I had a minor in business. Awesome. Sweet. You transferred to CU from Nova, right? Yes. Uh, my sophomore year, no, my junior year. So I finished my sophomore year at Nova, and then I transferred to CU. Gotcha. I remember, you probably don't remember, I, we vaguely met each other, like quickly met each other on my Villanova visit in like the athletic building. Because I, I went to CBA, so I also saw you at Post oh. Yeah, we were talking oh. with Colin and Joe. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't remember that, but great to see you again. <laughs> um, yeah, so you got regionals coming up, right? Yeah, I leave on Tuesday, I think, and I race next Thursday. Awesome. So you, I saw you were entered and accepted in the 15. Yes, I, I've only raced a 15, uh, this outdoor season, so I wasn't going to declare in anything else as I didn't have any time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just doing 15. Is there any reason you didn't run the 800 this season? Yeah, I had a few complications with training and I started the season pretty late. And I think following indoor, I had a lot of success in the mile and I sort of felt I could build off of that and run a really good 15. So we kind of went all in on just the 15 and sort of scratched everything else. Is that something you're looking to do in the future, you know, as you kind of progress in your career? Are you are you hoping to stay with the 15 or are you thinking of ever going back down to the 8 for, for your primary personally, focus? Yeah, personally, I never liked the 800. I just did it a lot in high school and going to Villanova, I primarily ran the 800, 1500 a little bit. Um, but I like the 5K a lot, so I'd prefer to move up in distance. You know, I'd love to maybe one day race a 10K, but for now, 15, 5K focuses more the path I want to take. That's cool. Yeah, I think it's awesome because I feel like a lot of people definitely think of you as an 800, 1500 girl. So it's cool to see that you want to move yeah. up. Um, speaking of the future, what are what are some running goals right now? What are, what are the thoughts, especially with, you know, college kind of coming to an end pretty soon? Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of taking it step by step and first step is regionals and then, you know, hopefully NCAAs. And following that, I know there's some, there, so meets this summer, obviously, you know, USA's is this summer. Um, but furthermore, I obviously want to run post-collegiately. And so that's sort of my focus on the back burner right now. Um, I guess I just want to finish out my collegiate career pretty strongly and do what I can with that. And uh, it's hard for me to focus on all those things at once. So right now it's just NCAAs is the main goal. And then uh, take the next steps, which would be a career in running. So it's awesome. So I think kind of before we uh, get really into it, uh, I guess the structure, the way we've been doing this is we're going to get into some listener questions. Um, so Rachel, you, yours definitely got the most story views of any listener questions that we've had. Yeah. Um, it got double the amount of followers that we have ourselves. Um, really? So honestly, there were some really good questions, but the first I should preface with is when we introduced you, you know, or we, we haven't run down your uh, accomplishments yet, but you are an NCAA All-American, but I don't think that stacks up to being 
a rep for a mattress company and having a mattress plug. I think that's I think that's pretty pretty yeah. big time. Do you have any mattress updates on how how, how it's like? I don't know. Yeah, do your little plug right now. This is it. I don't know if uh, you guys can see it, but there it is. <laughs> it's honestly great. I'm not even trying to plug my mattress. Um, I need a mattress right next year, so. It's a great mattress. I sleep really well on that mattress. Um, so if anybody's looking to invest in a mattress, perform a sleep, you can use my code. Just kidding. I don't know if the code is valid. That answers but our first listener <laughs> question, which was, how's perform a sleep mattress? And is she plugged enough to hit us with a discount? I so. used to have like a, a code i think but i don't that was so long ago i did this we like need the code year. so no sorry i could try to get a code and yeah, send it out. I probably yeah won't. let's do I'm that not going to, but um invest in it it's a good mattress um okay so we got our next uh listener yeah. question this one is from the world famous derek rubis the question uh, is what have you learned about yourself in your racing he asked me this question on a different podcast um Oh. And I didn't know how to answer it because I'd never been asked that before, but now I have. And I would say mostly that I can accomplish more than I thought I could. And that's just based off my indoor season, I'd say, because I started really late into the season. Um, I probably had four weeks of solid ground running before NCAAs. And, you know, I just took it again, step by step. I said, let's do well at conference. Let's do well at, you know, whatever races I have the opportunity to get into. And maybe we'll make NCAAs and then, you know, make NCAAs. And I'm like, maybe I'll make the final, you know, make the final, maybe I'll get top five. And, you know, it's kind of just, I, I accomplished a lot more than I, I thought I could, especially with, you know, a, a little injury I had had and so little of um, the foundation going into that season. So when did you realize that potential in yourself that you could make that next step from being a really good runner to one of those elite, you know, all American type runners? I, I was All-American when I was at Villanova as well. And I think running on the national stage, um, it, for track at least, it's a bit you know tighter of a stage than it is for cross country. You sort of have to shift your focus from, I'm happy to be here to, I'm happy to score here. Um, and so I was strangely confident going into indoor nationals, especially with you know the team I had with me and the coaches. They were, they were all really confident in me. And you know we weren't satisfied going and saying, we're happy to be here. That's not really the mantra of CU. It's, you know, we want to score and walk away from NCAAs with winners, with points scored. So I think, honestly, after the prelim, I, I ran the prelim pretty confidently and I felt really good going into the final. And I said, I don't see myself getting, you know, anything less than top five. Um, so I, I say the prelim, but also the first time I was All-American in track. Sweet. Uh, next question is absolute favorite song ever. This one's from Sarah Cobb. This one's from Sarah. We'll give her a little plug. Um, absolute favorite song ever. God, I don't know. Um, can I name like an artist? Yeah. What favorite <laughs> song? Favorite person? What's the go-to person you're gonna listen to? Like, if you're gonna throw, you're gonna hop on Spotify. You're gonna throw something on. I, I hope it's Hills and Two's podcast, but um. I, <laughs> Let me think. I was just listening to Rex Orange County. Oh, I like yeah. them. You like the new so, album? I haven't listened to the new album. I the like new album's old. good. All I'm kind of uncultured when it comes to music. I like music, but I'm not a huge music fan. A lot of my friends are, and they're really into music and, you know, specific artists and specific songs and, you know, release dates and all this. I'm not 
I like Rex, Rex Orange County. I like some of their songs. I like, you know, some other bands. I like their songs. I like country music in the summer, but I don't, I don't have like a genre I'm hyper into. Gotcha. Rex is really good. We listen to a lot. Rex has this um, live at Radio Music City or Radio City Music Hall, and that yeah. is phenomenal. It's just all live songs. It's so good. Yeah. What's your favorite? I What's think I'm familiar awesome with that actually. Song? My all-time favorite song. Somewhere Over yeah, the like, Rainbow is just such a beautiful song, and it has, like, sentimental meaning. So that's, like, my go-to answer. Simple Man Leonard Skinner is also, like, an all-time song there. But for yeah, someone who listens to hip-hop as much as I do, I don't know. What about you, Shay? Well, besides O3, Bonnie, and Clyde. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we need to hit a karaoke night so you and I can sing O3, yeah, Bonnie, and Clyde together. Know. I don't know. But like, uh, probably a John Mayer song, all-time favorite. Which one? I don't know. Wheel. Wheel, okay. Yeah. Shay is a disgustingly good guitar player, by the way. He can play can you sing anything. He doesn't sing as oh, much for no, me. No, I don't. Dang. Sing for That's me sometimes, Shay. I would have asked her something right now, but he would have. He can get you anything on guitar. It's uh, he's flawless. That's but impressive, actually. I tried to learn guitar once, didn't work. Taught it, taught it all himself. Now here he is. YouTube, oh. yeah. YouTube. Um. <laughs> So I think we're going to introduce a new segment to the show that I hope we are doing regularly. We need to get you on board with this. But we're going to introduce a segment which is called Question from My Mom. So my mom knows running to the extent of like my times and like what good times are, but she knows nothing about people in the running community. So every week my mom is going to ask a question. So I send her a little, I send her your Colorado bio, Rachel. Um, okay. And this week my mom is asking, um, she's a few questions. First one is, <laughs> what are the significance of your tattoos? This is the number one question I get from, I guess, adults. They always want to know. And my answer is always, do you think there is significance behind a snake tattooed down my forearm? Who, kn who knows? There is Could not. be. <laughs> there might be. There is no significance to that. However, I will say I have a, well, I have an ankle tattoo. I have a couple ankle tattoos. I have one that is the shape of my home state. I got that when I transferred because I had never really left the East Coast. Um, so that one's significant. I have matching ones with my family, a little one, itty bitty, that has significance. Otherwise, there is zero significance to my tattoos. I feel like a select few I had meaning behind. And then these other ones. So is the thought... They're cool. Is the thought process behind getting a nat like a new tattoo is just like I like the way it looks kind of thing more so than there's a reason to get it? Yeah, I mean, I definitely see some things where I think, okay, I could tie that into maybe some belief I have. And I have a couple of like rib tattoos where I've convinced myself that, yeah, these mean something to me. But no, <laughs> more so it's just I kind of want something in a certain spot and I'm going to put this because it looks cool there you know what do you think really of yaka bangerbritson's tattoos what do i think of them yeah have you seen them i have seen them i think they're cool if you know i'm not a super sporadic tattoo placement type person like i don't have a lot all over myself i'm more into like the sleeved sort of look um but I think his are cool. You know, if you're into that, you're into that. And I love tattoos, so I think that he's rocking it. Are you thinking of going full sleeve at any time soon? Looks like you're getting there. I, yes. As of now, it's just kind of my forearms a bit. I mean, this this one's a bit heavier on my right arm. Um, I don't really have any upper arm tattoos. I've got, like, one. 
I don't really want to cover up, you know, the top of my arms. I don't really know why. I just feel like I sort of like it just on my forearm. So yeah. I might complete yeah. pretty much my hands and to my elbows. Um, so more of a gloved look than a sleeved look, I suppose. And then I do like rib ones. So I might continue on with, with that. Get a koi fish tattoo. Koi fish. They're so cool. Where did that come from? A no, koi fish? People have like koi fish, like Japanese tattoos. and Koi like, fish? Yeah. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. It's like a, you yeah. can get a forearm sleeve of that. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you interested in getting a koi fish tattoo? No, I think they look cool though. <laughs> oh, okay. See, he wants other people to do it, but he won't commit to doing it himself. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll get that one next. Okay. Yeah. Are you ever going to get a tattoo? Probably not. I don't know. There's like only one thing I'd ever get tatted, but well, on it's our, like a parents thing. I don't know. Yeah, a parents thing. Right. On a previous what, episode, what would you get tatted? myself, I would get uh, my siblings' initials. That would be the only okay. thing I'd, I'd ever get tatted. That's that's sentimental. Yeah, I've heard I've heard the story of, gosh, this is like four times I've heard this, and it's funny because it's true. Somebody telling me the first tattoo I would get would be. The Olympic rings because I told my grandma I would, or <laughs> I told my mom that would be my first. I've heard this so many times. Every time I'm like, yeah, uh -huh. it's only really been true like a few times, but <laughs> times I'm like, yeah, that's gonna be your first. It's that's like funny. a constant thing I am told. <laughs> Craig Angles, we just had him on an episode. We made a bet on it, and he tried to bet me that if he if he won, I had to get a tattoo, and I was like, I think that's out of the question. I think my mom would kill me. If I got my first tattoo because Craig Engels made me, so, yeah, but you could get your uh, your siblings, can you? I think I think that would have been he, he got to pick the tattoo. Yeah, so I don't know if I trust Craig's judgment on that one. Yeah, he's not doing that. <laughs> I don't want yeet on my middle finger. That's not happening. Kind of worth it. I've got a middle finger one. Sorry. It doesn't but, say yeet though. I hope. No, it doesn't say yeet. Okay. That. <laughs> that is a lot cooler. Yeah. Our last. Listener question, and this one was asked frequently, was how did you and Cooper meet? Mm. Yeah, this is asked frequently. I, I would imagine um, you probably get asked this a lot. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I'm always like, is the podcast about me or Cooper? <laughs> no, he, him and I knew each other in high school. We were at a lot of the same meets. Um, not that we were from the same areas. I'm from Virginia. Cooper's from California. We just went to like first PR or, you know, the national new balance meets, whatever. And we were just friends. Um, but I think he DM'd me actually. No, I know he DM'd Yeah. Me. I was say you got to know, you know that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm like, he might have. Yeah, no, he sent me like a, a weird TBH thing. I mean, we were like 15. So this is <laughs> he sent me like a like for TBH, you know, me, I was all about that. So I liked it. I think he essentially just said we should hang out at first PR. And I said, maybe something along those lines and then we never did and we never talked until probably i mean we were like friends but probably till like i don't know two years ago came to boulder running world is small so everybody was here um in boulder and awesome. kind of just checked in sweet what is your speaking of boulder what's your favorite running destination in the u.s in the u.s yeah favorite place in the u.s to run i'm gonna have to say Virginia where I'm from not because it's you know the most outstanding terrain where I where I live I live in like the suburbs but I'd say some local parks just where I grew up running um simply because it, it brings back fond memories and Do you, I like going home. did you ever go to the Loudoun County like dirt roads yes yeah we just I, started going there recently that's yeah oh yeah because nice. you guys are in that like, area yeah, yeah we're in, in we're in right. DC 
Yeah, I, I would drive out there quite a bit. Um, Towpath. And yeah, it's been hilly, but I liked it. Yeah, it was that was why we'd go. It was like soft surface hill. So um, I think given that you are, I mean, based on social media, you're definitely in this in this group, in this world of, of people that are pushing like the running content media side forward. I, I'm curious what your, your thoughts are on the future of how that can kind of grow the sport and if you think the sport needs growing um, and how would we do that? Yeah, I'd say, well, first and foremost, I think there's a big difference between me and those that really push the sport forward in the social media world. I don't think I have ever personally taken it upon myself to prompt my image, prompt my running via social media. I simply have an Instagram, have a Twitter. Actually, I don't even have a Twitter anymore. Oh, Twitter is the best place on earth. Twitter is amazing. I have it and you can find me, but I was kicked out. So it's just there. I can't get back in, Uh, but not relevant. I don't go out of my way to market myself like that. I just do what essentially any other person with social media does, which is just post about what they're up to. And for whatever reason, mine has like gained popularity. And that's just been throughout the years of, uh, I guess, my running and who I am. But on the other hand, there are people that are, you know, primarily focused on driving the sport forward through, I guess, exposing everything on social media. (laughs) And that's fair. You know, that brings a lot of attention to the sport and that's great. Any media attention for our sport is, is awesome. Um, So if I am contributing to that, that's awesome. I'm happy to help. However, that is not my focus. I am not really involved in that side. Um, You know, even though it appears that way and a lot of people question me on that and they say, how'd you get into that? I, I'm not in that. Um, but kudos to those who are in that. And I think it's, it's good for the sport. Oh yeah. Um, where was your favorite place to race or where has been your favorite place to race in college so far? In college? Yeah. In your collegiate career or outside of college? Um, gosh, favorite place to race. I'm trying to think like track versus cross country i should say like europe because that was like cool but it wasn't i didn't really like it that much um what's wrong with europe what's wrong with europe i just i raced overseas for the first time ever when i was in my freshman year and i just did horribly so i don't like that memory um (laughs) so favorite place to race though i'm gonna go with i raced at the dream mile in new york when i was a junior a senior in high school and we ran at icon stadium yeah icons we're nice. we're both from like yeah. per, i'm like an hour from icon but i'm like really 45 cool. minutes I mean, yeah it's very it's cool. a little bit sketch of an area maybe, yeah but, but i i thought it was beautiful golf um, ball is there governor's ball the music festival yes. uh, or yeah. no now it's at city field but it was there and that that it's like the ideal place for that and they just have like i'm seeing like sheck west like Mo Bamba, and I'm standing on the infield of the track. It's I was like, right. these are two it's very different parts of my life. Yeah. Well, I I have a photo from that meet also. Maybe this is why I, I like that memory of me and Usain Bolt, because he was just there for some reason. That's cool. And we're like on the track together. So whenever I think of that stadium, I think of that. And uh, I thought it was a really cool stadium and a cool environment. Yeah. So that's, that's probably cool. one of my favorites as well. The track is yeah, so cool. It's, it's beautiful. So yeah. Where have you liked indoor? Any indoor facilities you think are cool or just places in general? 
indoor facilities, I would say again, New York Ocean Breeze. I think is beautiful. Um, I think the windows are yeah neat. on the water. The Armory yeah. is historic, though. We were both like Armory, around those a lot. The Armory is yeah. fun. Yeah, very historic. Um, I haven't raced at a whole lot of cool indoor tracks. I'd say those two. Those two are neat. The new one, you guys see the new one in Boston that they're building? The New Balance they one. They're, they're calling it just, the, yeah, they oh. built it, the track or Jack whatever. Jack Harlow sang, the, yeah. uh, sang, what, sang there, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah he's a New Balance guy. Yeah, I, I did see that. That looked cool. I thought it looked awesome. It looked I would amazing, love to run man. on that track. This is so out of nowhere, but because... Shay just mentioned Jack Harlow, and this has been a debate that the females in my life have been having frequently. Is is Jack Harlow attractive? Yeah, but okay, I think we can agree (laughs) upon yes. I think he's a bucket, right? That is the word we've been using to describe him. He's a bucket. Physically, there's a big difference. It's his confidence. Exactly what I was gonna say. Physically, not so much. Although the beard saved his life. Yeah, the beard. Yeah. It's the confidence. The confidence makes a enormous difference. So I would say, yes, he is attractive for a lot more reasons. You know how many hearts he wins over every time he does one of these, like, red carpet interviews where he just flirts with someone? I think he's also just massively flirty, and that gets people going, I guess. (laughs) It's Uh, funny. People love him. Yeah, they love him. So that's how it was. Rachel MacArthur thinks Jack Harlow is attractive. Yes. That's what we're going to title this title this video. <laughs> we're going to clickbait it. Rachel MacArthur and, and plus Jack Harlow. And people are going to be like, what the fuck? Question mark, question mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll just make up a complete like lie. That. Like Jack Harlow yeah. DM Rachel MacArthur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's best clickbait. <laughs> what do you think the hardest um, part about, you know, bouncing the student athlete collegiate life has been for you? And wh- which aspect has been more challenging? Has it been like, Keeping up with the academics, or has it been the athletic pursuit? Athletic pursuit, 100%. I think initially academics were really challenging because I had in my mind, I'm going into college, I'm going to be a straight-A student, and then I got to Villanova, and very quickly that did not happen, and I just realized I I can't really have the best of both worlds with what I want to pursue. Um, so I think coming to CU, I really shifted my my focus to what do I want to value more my <laughs> academic performance or my athletic performance and quite honestly like, that's a decision like athletes have to make um you know I I think I excel in both but I put a lot of emphasis on uh, athletics and it definitely is overwhelming you know you guys are in the sport as well you know it takes a lot of time out of your day um but now that I'm I mean I I was a fifth year I just had you know three classes per semester. So it's not like I was overwhelmed with, with schoolwork. And maybe that's why I'm confidently saying athletics are more stressful. But um, I think if you want to be very good, you have to put heavy emphasis on your athletic performance. And that comes with a lot of overwhelming feelings. Yeah, it, it's definitely a fine line. I think that's something yeah. I've seen, like we both definitely seen. <laughs> Shay especially right. has seen. Um more recently but even like with other people in my life like i've seen them you know have a tough time making that decision is like I, they're realizing you can't have it like yeah. be perfect one way or perfect the other like or you know yeah it's yeah it's kind of like you gotta choose what you want to invest more time in and yeah that's not to say like go somewhere and throw academics out the door not at all but you gotta realize you can't be just not 100 stellar and everything yeah. yeah you're not you're not you know 
Credit to anyone who does it, but you're not being a national there's, champion and having a 4L that, at a hard school. No, there's people that do yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. I think the, I know, the school they're at also factors in, though. That, oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of 4.0 athletes that are also incredible athletes, and I am truly impressed by those people. You know, my former teammate is a national champion. She was a 4.0 student, and I'm like, yeah. couldn't be me. Yeah, I win. Yeah, it's not me. <laughs> it, yeah, it is impressive. So is there any big topic, any, any big thought? you know, in terms of the running world that you, you wake up with consistently? Is there anything that's on your mind? Is it a bone to pick? Is it some creative idea? Is there something you consistently, like, that stays on your mind, you know, when you think about <laughs> running? That I, that I wake up with and think about. Yeah, what do you? What drives you, Rachel MacArthur? Um, well, I don't wake up and think about the running world <laughs> at all. I don't that's probably think... a healthy thing. Yeah, no, I... Uh... <laughs> especially sitting in my perform sleep, which you guys didn't know. <laughs> awesome. No. Um, I'd say when I do think about running, I am, not to sound selfish, but I am. I'm thinking about how am I feeling today? What am I going to do today in terms of training, rehab, whatever? Um, so those are my thoughts with running. Uh, otherwise, you know, I, I suppose I'm, I'm invested in the latest results like who's doing what um cooper races kind of frequently he's actually racing tonight so i suppose i should tune in with that uh check that out but i feel like i don't know i don't really think about running that often like it doesn't consume me i don't wake up stressed and you know thinking about the running world i don't even go on my phone in the mornings because it is kind of stressful um so nothing pressing unless there's been like some let's run drama something. Oh, don't don't plug let's run here. We're we're no, big anti no, let's I'm, run on this I'm podcast. Not them. I'm not plugging them for the record. I'm bashing them. Good, but good. Rachel McArthur hates <laughs> let's run. Drama. Clickbait it right There's now. Title. Let's just you end hate right here. Drama when it's not about you. No, we eat it up, but we also try to cause it, which was kind of what we yeah. did on our last one and then it backfired. But okay, well, we won't we won't plug let's run. Um, but. I love the drama when it's not about me, so maybe that. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's good. We all eat it up. It's like watching reality TV. Exactly. But that helps me segue into the other side of it, is when you wake up every day, what are the personal things? Like, wh any personal goals? Any, you know, like, what do you want to do with your life outside of running? What's on your mind there? I have a really consistent routine daily. I always get up, and I go straight to coffee. I live off coffee, so it's always... I wake up like an hour in advance before I need to be up just to have my coffee. Um, I'm really into reading as well. So I'm usually like mindfulness, coffee in the morning is how I need to start my days. Um, but I also have been in this kind of cycle of a small injury. And so now my routine includes doing rehab stuff and like all that kind of, you know, band work, rollout, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I guess that's sort of distracting. Um, but otherwise I've got practice in the mornings, you know, focus kind of quickly shifts to, I got to go run and, you know, whether I want to or not, I have to go to practice. But, uh, as long as I get my routine done, you know, I'm pretty set for the day. How did you adjust to, well, how did you like adjust to out? Cause you went from Villanova to Boulder. Was there yeah. like a problem there with the altitude adjustment? Okay, there wasn't a problem with the altitude. There was a problem with my fitness. I was so incredibly unfit because I was injured. Again, I'm not usually injured. It sounds like I am. I'm not. 
coming from Nova though, I had a very, very small injury. And so I was unfit and then I moved to Boulder and I got here and I distinctly remember I went for like a three mile run and I think it took like 45 minutes. It was horrible. (laughs) I could not run. I could not breathe. I was really, really given up on running here. Um, But honestly, it took like a month to just gain fitness. I think if I had come in here fit, I would have been just fine. I mean, you feel it every now and then you feel maybe a little bit out of breath when you run up the stairs or something, but I don't think the altitude is, is as scary as a lot of people say it is. Do you definitively feel the benefit when you come down to sea level to race? No, you don't. It doesn't feel like a change. Thank God. (laughs) Only if we race at altitude, I feel the change. For instance, we go to, we went to Utah for pac 12s cross country and it was amazing to see people. This might sound aggressive, quite honestly, dropped like flies because they weren't used to the altitude. Yeah. We were. Our team killed Pac-12s for cross-country. We swept men and women's side because it was at altitude, I want to say. And we're just great. You know, we just were very in good shape. <laughs> but we train at that. We're used to that. And you feel it then. But when I go down to sea level, the only difference I notice is maybe like with long runs. You know, I did a long run in Virginia after being up here. And I think my last mile was like 540. <laughs> it's like, I didn't intend for that. But when you're up here and you do the real long stuff back at sea level, I guess you maybe feel it then. Just not with like racing a 15 or something. I don't, I don't feel that. Yeah, that, that would make sense. I guess the longer it carries out, the, the more yeah. that fitness comes into play. Right. Um, so would you advocate for altitude because Shay's a big altitude tent guy? No, I hate. Yeah. I used it for a Shay, month you, and I hate it. It's it's Shay, over. Do you have an altitude tent? Yeah, I bought one in December and I used it. Uh, until like January, like mid January. What altitude are you sleeping at? Um, well, I put it up to seven thousand feet. And okay. Right yeah. away, right? You just went <laughs> well, for wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. First, I I thought I didn't know how to set the altitude, and apparently uh-huh. for the first like four nights I was at zero feet. <laughs> but we also didn't know if he was at like at thirty thousand feet. We yeah. had no idea. So I was like, should I sit and watch you for a little bit so and like make sure you're okay? <laughs> Okay. And it was did you zero. feel any benefit? Uh, I mean, I got really tired at first, but then I set like some big PRs. So, hey, that's a humble flex right there. I should say <laughs> that at altitude, you do get pretty tired. I'd say like I value recovery so much more than I ever have in my entire life, and it's crazy how exhausted you do feel. But if you recover, you're fine. So like I understand if you felt, you know, you also yeah. might have been sleeping at thirty thousand feet, but <laughs> we're on a Mount Everest. We're training for that yeah. height. Yeah. See if you're tired. <laughs> um, okay, so I think it's time to get into a game. So if you can pull out the pictures I sent you, Rachel. Yeah, I'm on my phone, so I have to like swipe it if that. It's no problem because we'll we'll flash the uh, the pictures on screen during this instead. Okay. So. Can you still see me right now? No, it just says your name, but it's okay. Okay, should I go in the order of the pictures? Yeah, so we'll start with the first one. So you and Shay are gonna guess against each other. So Rachel, you, you get first guess every time. And is we're going to keep of, score. Wait, which is the first one? The first image you sent? Yeah, yeah. I tried to make sure I sent it in, like, that order. Yes. So, Rachel okay. got that one right. Oh. That's Rachel. <laughs> I, okay. we, we're, we're warming up. Wait. All right. Shay, did you not think that was me? I didn't. I didn't know. No, I was I was confused. Oh. Okay. Oh, I see the snake All cat. Right. Okay. There we go. All right. We're going on to the second tattoo now, okay? Okay. I've got it. Well, that's easy. All right. Shay's Jacob. turn. Jakob. Jakob. Yeah. Jakob. You just talked about that, so that's an easy one. Okay, next okay. one. Can I guess? I yeah, don't know. This is you. Right. You go first, Rachel. 
is it is it a woman on Bowerman? That's a controversial topic. Okay, okay. Is it a woman who was on Bowerman? Yes. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. Is yeah. it Gabriella? Yeah, it is. It oh, is. wait. You know, I, was, I didn't know because I haven't seen a lot of colored tattoos. I know uh, Shelby also had a colored tattoo, so I'm like. I think we're going to stay away from a, any, any Shelby. Uh, I was going to guess Shelby, yeah, actually. Really? That's, yeah. That's fair. But by the way, that tattoo is beautiful. Those flowers look really nice. Okay. Yeah, very colorful. Yes. Anyway. I think one. I know the next one, but I'm not certain. So you, you guess, Rachel. Okay. Is it Ben? Shay, you guess. Too. I, w- I would say Ben as well. All right, it was Ben. Yes. There is like a weird thing about guys graduating college and getting, getting their- the, I will. I love oh, Georgetown to death. I will you never get what a Georgetown tattoo <laughs> ever. Also, like, why on the thigh? I, I won't. We're going to have it's Ben the, on like sometime though. in the next week, so I'll ask him. We'll clip that. We'll show it to him. We'll I ask him. I don't understand it. It's like a thing that just guys do. It's I, just I a Michigan men thing, I think. Okay, what's next? Okay, okay I actually don't know this one. Shay, you, you guess then. Uh, Jager? What's your guess? Throw a guess up, Rachel. That's what I was going to guess, but I thought his were oriented a different way. It is Jager. Okay, I was wrong. Yeah. That's crazy because I used to be, I mean, I still am a huge Jager fan when I was in high school. His Twitter fan. got hacked recently. His Twitter just got hacked by a satanic oh account. <laughs> no, it literally, they're calling it the devil's movie. It's like uh, they're trying to make it a movie account. It's a satanic thing hacked his Twitter account. Oh, my God. That's it's, definitely not who hacked me. But it's crazy. Cool it was. Happened that's to that. funny. Okay, next one. I think this is a layup. This uh, is a layup. Yeah, done. All right. Rachel, you agree? Yes. That's okay. Okay, fun. last one right now. Next one. Okay, a couple questions about this. Respectfully, what am I looking at? The back one. What is that? I think it's, oh, it's, is it Jesus? It's got to be Jesus. Okay. I am now, I am really questioning, is in Jesus' right hand, is that okay. the gold medal? I have to send a picture of what it looks like on my end. Before we get into this tattoo, we unpack this one. Do you guys have guesses? Like a heartbeat? I guess it's. I guess that'd be like Jesus's heartbeat. Is it Rio? Is it the? Is he holding the Rio gold? Someone. Is this the back of Centro? Yeah, it is the back yeah, of Centro. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that would make you question oh, a little bit. This one's a new piece. Sidious. Yeah, the Sidious is a giveaway because that's what he had back then. Oh. In my defense, it wasn't there in the initial yes, image you said. Yes, there you go. It was just that weird. Tatted on his back. Is that Jesus holding right. the Rio gold medal? I'm really gold curious. Gives it away. That's crazy. If we ever get him on, we're gonna have to ask him about that one. Yeah. So anyway, that was a tattoo game. I thought that was a nice little. I figured you'd be the the person we should probably do the tattoo game with. Yeah, because so, I have some. I would recognize every single other one. That's that's uh, so maybe you had inspiration from them. I don't know. Yeah, you know? I actually am gonna get that um, on my back. <laughs> I'm thinking about it too, but I, just you holding know. a holding a fourth place NCAA's medal. <laughs> a, NCAA plaque, yeah. the little brown plaque. That'd be yeah. funny. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so we're gonna get into a little bit of this or that. So you, I give you you guys two options. You pick. One or the other. Okay. Simple enough. Is this game? Yeah. yeah. Just, just messing oh, okay. around. Um, okay. okay. Baseline. Lay up. We're going to warm you up. Nike or Adidas? Nike. 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 We know. Mike. There we go. That's, we're getting warmed up. Okay. Um, 
water or seltzer? I feel like people drink seltzer a lot seltzer. more. There, there you go. Any I specific have no kind? Drinking water. Sorry. Any specific kind of seltzer? Lacroix uh, or I you? Really like you Lacroix. Had, okay. Water. Shay's a water guy. Yeah, I, I don't never know. drink water. It's it's bad. I drink more water, but I do love a good Lacroix. I can't like drink. Sometimes I want to drink water fast though, and I can't do that with seltzer. I just burp. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Can. you can't at all. Or like post run, I can't come like, rip a yeah, seltzer. Post run, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have a seltzer. Not popping the Lacroix open. That's a good point. Okay, yeah. Vans or Converse? Converse. I've never owned Vans. I don't think. Really. She's got Vans on the Maybe. feet right now. <laughs> I, I might have, like, some slip-on ones, but whenever I think of Vans, I think of, like, checkerboard. No, that, and I, I, don't, I don't like the checkerboard. No, no. These are cool. I don't like it. I think, yeah. Okay. The mountains or the beach? Mountains. Take the beach. I'm, I'm a beach kid, so we're going to go beach on that Dang. one. Hey, we're opposites. I know. Um. Okay. The next one. I feel like it's a layup for you. Boulder or flag? Granted that we've not been to Boulder yet, but... I've not been to flag. So Boulder it is for you and flag it is for us. Okay, <laughs> um, okay. This is a, something I have questioned all the women that I know that run. Do you race with your... Is it better to race with your hair up or like down? I've Like that's a big thing that I've been really oh, curious like about. Down? Yeah, I saw a picture of some girl... Racing with their hair down. I'm like, I've never seen someone like do that before. No. So you saw one person with it down and now you're questioning. Well, sprinters is one thing, but I saw a distance girl doing it. I'm like, that seems like it's a lot there. Well, just imagine if you had very long hair and you were running 10 miles. Yeah, yeah, just I'm going up and down. Up. But I'm talking racing. But I mean, I it makes sense to, to put it up. Get cornrows. It gets in the way. <laughs> Especially if it's windy, you can't see. So up. <laughs> Shay, I mean, our... Our hair's long enough. Maybe we could we could start braiding it before yeah, races. Like our our women's team does it. Let's get cornrows. Yeah, we'll get the little like the braids that they do, and then we're gonna get the face temporary tattoos. Do you do? You, are you a big temporary tattoo racer? No, I am like morally opposed to temporary tattoos, and I don't like the whole like I don't know. Let's draw lines on our face and whatever. I don't like that. We're not, yeah, I don't think we're, like, the sport for that, where it's, like, yeah. I'm not going to eye black like, up before a race. Ooh, in my hair, like, no. <laughs> so no, I, I don't do that. Interesting. Oh, what about jewelry? Do you race in jewelry? I see you have a lot of rings on. I have a lot of rings. Um, I don't change my jewelry. I keep, you know, I have my lucky necklace on. Someone's going to steal it now. I have my necklace. <laughs> you the chain snatched. Bracelet. Yeah, like, I'm not superstitious. It's not lucky. No, but I keep my rings on. That's about it. Um, okay, so racing in socks or no socks? In socks. Really? What do you say? Yeah, we're no socks. We're no sock guys. I've never raced in socks. I did one time and I hated it. I've never raced without socks on. Uh, you don't like the feeling of like feeling the track? Like you can feel the track with it. The socks are a weird little barrier. I don't want to feel the track. Interesting. Maybe you, you, you race longer stuff. I don't know. Or you do too. I'm barefoot. I like to just feel like I'm going to war. Like, yeah. This is going it's going to war? <laughs> Are you hardo? Would you choose to go barefoot over spikes? Um, yeah. If we could just honestly just drill spikes through my feet. That's weird. That would yeah. be the best. And you're a freak. That would be yeah, the best alternative. Uh, you probably could. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I saw... I was in elementary school and... I didn't like care about running, but I showed up to the weekend races and I remember without limits was on and my dad was like, uh, you know, was telling me about who pre was. And then there was a scene where his feet were 
bloody from when he split it open. And then, like, he took it off, and I was like, he, he wasn't wearing socks. That's so weird, and he had stitches. And my dad was like, yeah, I guess runners don't race in socks. So then I never raced in socks ever again. Because, really? like, a, yeah, from when I was, like, 12, seeing it on wow. TV before I was a runner. And then Maybe here we are. Maybe I'll run regionals without socks on. Yeah, and then we, if you don't get through, you're going to blame us. I am. We don't I'm want that. Die. Maybe you'll just, we gotta, someone's going to steal your lucky necklace now. And we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll cancel it out. It's not lucky. It's just random. <laughs> That's fine. Um, okay, last one. Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Shay's going to say sunset. I already know it. I was going to say sunrise, but now I'll say sunset. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, I'm sunrise. sunrise. We could like yeah. ride our bikes to the beach at home. That was like... Our house is like before school. towards the sunrise, so I always saw that. That's cool. We could always oh, like, go fair. before school. We'd hop on bikes. So. Although sunset at the beach sounds nice. Yeah, but I'm an East Coast guy. I went to... Northern California over Christmas break, and I saw my first like West Coast sunset. And so I was like, amazing. yeah, I was like, it is what, beautiful. What did you think of it? It was Better, very nice. Um, okay. Well, I think that might wrap us up. Might do it. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for you, yeah. for joining us today, and best of luck at regionals and the and the rest of the year. Yeah, thank you guys, and good luck for you know y'all as well of course thank, thank you. you and then and most importantly if you get this mattress code maybe send it to us we'll drop it in the, yeah. in the youtube description and the spotify description so we'll yeah, see yeah i'll uh, i'll get on that right away all right well uh thank you very much